0: guys hello um from uh me at my house today we're not at the um we're not the studio as you can probably tell um because we have a very special guest on the podcast today and uh he is currently in africa he's in namibia i believe and uh so the time difference is kind of crazy the only thing that uh, that worked was Sunday. So it's a weekend today. None of the staff are in. So I'm doing this from home. Um, So we can, we can chat with him. He's an incredibly inspiring guy. His name is Russ right now. uh, He goes by hardest geezer. That's his social media presence on everything. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. He's posting incredible content on all of those under hardest geezer. What he's doing right now is running the entire length of the African continent Um, from, I believe the South to, to the North Um, it's something like three, I believe the numbers are 360 marathons in 240 days, which means on average every day he's running an ultra marathon every day for 240 days through, through Africa. So it's like, you know, it's like there's a whole bunch of... You know, you got crossing borders. There's natural predators. It's it's uh, it's uh an unbelievable undertaking. And if he finishes, if and when, he'll be the first person to do it. Um, so, you know, and as I said, he's posting amazing content. He came up on my Twitter feed randomly one day. And I, you know, I, I saw him a couple times before I clicked one of his videos. And then I was like, oh, my God, this guy is... I mean, this is just amazing what he's what he's trying to do so uh i followed him he followed me back i got got in contact with him asked him if he wanted to do this not really expecting much because as i said the guy is running an ultra marathon every single day and i imagine you know in the middle of africa the internet probably you know isn't the best so i'm like i'm i just kind of like hail married i was like if you want to come on the podcast let me know and he hit me back right away and was like dude let's make it happen and uh, a few days later here we are he found some internet and uh, he just I believe he just finished running and uh, I also believe that he's been pissing blood that's something that is like one of his most recent videos is him pissing blood so I don't know how or why he's doing this he's sitting down and and talking to me but I'm thrilled this is something you know these these sorts of crazy endurance challenges are something I really resonate with right because I screw up seeing my parents do these, and as I said, my dad was once in the Guinness Book of World Records for, um, you know, a, an incredible feat of endurance like this. He uh, he broke the record for the most amount of distance traveled in human in human power in 24 hours. And so as a kid, I one Christmas I got the Guinness Book of World Records, and I opened it up, and there's a picture of my dad in there, which is pretty much the coolest thing for a kid ever. Um, so you know, I used to watch him go out. And train for these things, you know, bike for 12 hours and then multiple, you know, attempt these things multiple times and we would travel with him. And so seeing people do these, do these things, setting out on a insane, what seems like an impossible goal is just, I think one of the most inspiring things in the world. And I love reading about them and hearing about them and watching media about them. So to get to talk to this guy is, is really, really cool for me. Um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So that being said, uh, please enjoy this. If you like it, uh, hit the like button on, on YouTube for me or, you know, leave us a review on Spotify or, or uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, write a review, share with your friends, all of the above um, or none of the above or just or just enjoy it. Uh, once again, he goes by Hardest Geezer on social media. Go follow him. Go uh, and go, you know. Tag along for, for the journey. Tag along is what I meant there. Um all the best and uh please enjoy. Rolling, we're good.
1: We're good to go, mate. All
0: right, sick. Yeah, yeah. What's up, dude?
1: Oh, mate, just out here, you know, just out here making moves in Africa.
0: How you feeling? <laughs> uh
1: mate, I feel I feel the best I felt in a what in a hot minute. It's day forty five now. Uh, I have been wearing blood a bit on and off for a few days, but <laughs> I, actually, I feel good. Probably. I I
0: see that on your social media, and like yesterday, yeah. we, were, we were we were supposed to do this yesterday, and I'm like, listen yeah, yeah. Like my producer was like, I haven't heard from him. I was like, listen, the dude is pissing blood. Like we have to work. <laughs> around. Like we got to work around this man's schedule. He's dealing. dealer one sixty k. He's out in the middle of Africa. He's pissing blood. I I seriously doubt a podcast is on the top priority list for him right now.
1: <laughs> Man, I was uh, I do I I was trying to get, get to make it happen last night, but I had a long day of running. So I'm oh, basically dude. running all day and we drive to find him and I'm just like, oh mate, we couldn't even get it. And then it was like oh this just we can't make it happen tonight. So I oh, do no. apologize. No, trust me. But, I, don't,
0: I don't care. I'm serious. Like I was just where I'm like, just super happy to talk to you because, um, I mean, first of all, I think what you're doing is incredible. I, I just finished my first uh, Ironman and I grew up oh, watching my parents do, do like incredible feats of fitness. My dad had the world record for the most distance traveled on land by human power in 24 hours so i grew up watching him train for that and so like this has always been you know seeing people do these amazing things like has always been something that i really resonate with so when you popped up on my twitter i was like who the fuck is this guy and your videos (laughs) and i was like i just i gotta talk to you so uh, i'm just pumped that we made this happen
1: yeah man well thank you for having me on thanks for reaching out like um you know the support is is really appreciated so it means a lot man
0: so how how are you feeling like your day in day 40 out of how many days
1: day 44 out of 240 expected days if everything goes perfectly but as we've seen in the first 44 days <laughs> everything doesn't go perfectly so um yeah mate we're you know i'm feeling good i'm feeling strong i feel more confident now than ever before that I will finish this thing. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. Um that you know it's run after court that I try, basically.
0: How confident did you feel on day one?
1: Uh I'd say I felt about ninety-nine percent confident, and now I'm ninety-nine point nine 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 percent confident. And
0: and nobody has done this before, right?
1: No. Uh, there's a so there's a guy that ran from Cape Town to Cairo, which is Cairo's in Egypt to Cape Town is South Africa. Uh, but no one's ever done the full true length of Africa um for multiple reasons, but one of them is because there's a lot of uh geopolitical issues which make traveling through certain countries very difficult. Um there's loads of border visas to get like it's a bit of a nightmare, aren't I won't like. But um yeah, mate, first person to ever do
0: it. And what made you want to do this? Like, why did you pick Africa?
1: Uh, I mean, there's there's quite a few reasons why. I think initially it was because, a big reason was because no one's ever done it before. And I thought, you know, I, I ran from Asia to London in 2019 and I was looking at the map and I saw Africa and I was like, what a big, beautiful continent that is. And then looked it up, no one had ran it. I thought, I reckon I could give it a go. Uh, and then it took me, like, honestly, about three years to basically convince someone to give me some money to get the whole thing, get the whole project going. And now we're here making it happen.
0: How? Who gave you money? Like, what, like, do you, how do you fund something like this?
1: Basically, what happened was I found a mate of a mate who I got chatting to and said, like, this is my idea. I want to run the whole length of Africa. It's never been done. We're going to do a YouTube series. We're going to make a documentary. This is like my social media plan. We're going to, you know, like, would you be up for investing? He was like, yeah, right. And then he basically fronted us 50 grand, which is more money than I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, that's that's crazy. Um, and then uh, due to a lot of like issues trying to get visas and things like that, that money got drained over a period of time because, we were supposed to be starting in November 2022. Then it got delayed, 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 delayed. We had to end up shipping our van all the way across the world to Cape Town from the UK. Cost a load of money. And then we ended up on the start line at in South Africa in April, uh, with less than 10% of the money we needed to run the entire thing. Um, but you know, sometimes you've got to risk it for a chocolate biscuit, mate. So, you know, we just went for it and um, we still don't have, we still don't have the money, but we're kind of working towards getting some sponsors and stuff to help it. But mate, honestly, I'm not, I was never a businessman, so trying to convince people to give us money to do some crazy thing that no one thought I could do, yeah, was very difficult.
0: Well, I think what's cool uh, about is that your social media presence has like been blowing up. Like the algorithm, like has you in its talons. It feels like you're all yeah. over, like. <laughs> Before I even followed you, I was like, this fucking guy showing up on my Twitter feed. Like, I didn't really? even know what it was. I just saw your videos, and I would watch them on silent. And I was like, who is this guy? I've seen him, like, five times. And it just seems really? like That's you're not- really catching on and following. Like, it, your Instagram's blowing up, too. Like, it must be easy now to get some uh, funding. So that must be kind of like a, you know, a, uh, I don't know. Like your plan worked, right? Crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean... Mate, the support is uh, the support has been overwhelming, I won't lie. Like it's actually mad. Um and yeah, the, the sponsor conversations have started happening. Um they've been happening for a few weeks. And it's just it's basically just trying to figure out like what who do I wanna who do we want to partner with and like who's for me, like I always say authenticity is like the the number one value. So right. I have to I have to try and I don't like we're skint, so we need money, right? But like we need to make sure that these partnerships are are like solid and that the, the companies actually believe in the project and they're not just trying to get eyeballs on their, whatever product they're selling for the cheapest amount of money possible. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of different things going on. So like, I guess it's be just doing like, be
0: doing like blue chew ad reads and like boner pills and stuff like nah, that.
1: Well, that's it, mate. you know, I'm a bit of a rough and ready guy. So we need like people that, you know, like are on board with that yeah, yeah, yeah. or what's happening. Yeah.
0: So what's like, I, I saw that dude that you replied to on Twitter. He was like, you know, valiant effort, mate. But you know what you're trying to do is impossible, or yeah. it's like, not gonna happen. Yeah. And you reply and you're like, I'm gonna do it or die trying or whatever. What? Yeah. What has been the hardest part so far, and what do you think will be the hardest part moving forward?
1: Uh, my illnesses have been have been big. I'm 44 days in. I've like I've violently been spewing on a few occasions. I've been explosively going out the other end as well, mm. and now I'm we in blood. So no, neither of those three things are great. Um, it's taken a but I mean it's kind of part of the game when you push your body to the fringes of the limits every single day. It's going to happen, isn't it? You know, w- weird things happen to the body. So you know, I've struggled a bit with illnesses at the moment, mm. but honestly my mindset is if I'm still breathing and my legs are still working, then like just shut up and get on road and get, get a few steps in mate. Like, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't, I feel pretty confident that I I won't be stopped unless I die. Then I'll probably be stopped. Is it
0: like, is there like a chance that you're like a lion will jump out of the bush? Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, mate. So we're in
1: where we're at right now is lions everywhere. Um lions, elephants, rhinos, drafts. they're all over the place. Like, um, but yeah, like I think probably more of a chance that they'll go for a for a cow or a goat than me. I'm too ferocious, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they know you'd fight back. They're like, this is wait, they're probably looking at you and they're like, That's the hardest geezer.
1: <laughs>
0: that's can't go for him. It's the hardest geezer,
1: mate. Well, the thing is, we've all seen the videos, right? Of the goats. If you go, if you try and kill a goat, it gives up real quick. Right. Like I've just got to, I've just got to be more of a problem than a goat, and then it will just give up and go for the goat instead. That's the theory. That's that's the theory. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully that works out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how watertight that theory is, but hopefully we won't need to find out.
0: Are you not thinking about it all day like when I'm out surfing all like, like it's it's hard not to think about sharks like eventually you yeah. kind of get sensitized to that thought but like at the beginning were you kind of looking at the brush being like i like at any second some predator could jump out of here yeah
1: a little bit mate That the do you know what when it gets me the most is when like obviously i'm riding out all day and sometimes you, you need some bowel movements down there so you hop into the bush to take care of business right and then when you're in the bush, you're in your most vulnerable position, obviously, because you you got trousers down, deep squat, yeah. and then you're also thinking like, something comes to me now. I'm I'm brown bread, <laughs> so you just big scan, big scan on the head on a pivot. You it know? would also it would
0: also be a humiliating way to go out. We're taking a quick break to thank our sponsor, TMG Studios. And before you say anything, yes, it's completely fine that my own production company sponsored my own podcast. Daddy's got to scratch his own back sometimes. When you sign up for TMG Studios, you don't just get ad-free episodes of Insanely Chill, you get all of our shows ad-free. And with the studios tier. You get access to hundreds of unfiltered bonus episodes from our ho- other shows, like Brooke and Connor and Tmg. So go to Tmgstudios.tv and sign up for Tmg Studios tier to get access to ad-free and bonus episodes.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go out like that. I want to go out swinging at least. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: You couldn't even really fight like, back. Your mid poop
1: Yeah, what do you even do then? Like, do you just hard on them? Do you just quick time? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Do you I mean do what you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can?
0: What about like, uh, you know, like any any like sketchy people that you've come across? Like, I know you mentioned you you like someone, a couple, mate, oh. with a gun maybe approached you or something like that. Like, is there, is there, is there any yeah. that sort of thing?
1: So there's been a couple. Before I go into it, though, I will say that genuinely the overwhelming majority, like ninety nine percent of people, have been incredibly kind to us. Like right now, we're staying in this big fancy lodge, probably the nicest place I've ever stayed, and and Namibians sorted that out for us for free just because they wanted to help, them, right? So like all of basically all of the cases of people being nice to us. But there has been a couple times where you know in South Africa, a couple of guys tried to rob me um, when I was running at night, and then in Namibia there was there was a moment where the boys nearly got robbed because a van pulled out in front of them, and the guy got uh, what they thought was a rifle out. Um but you know it's part of the game. Like if you're especially if you're gonna be out at night, you're gonna be taking chances out at night, then you, these things going to happen. So like it's kind of bright fault, really.
0: And I'm sure that would happen like anywhere in the world, anyways. If you're walking exactly, on the highway in the middle of the night, like you know, you're that's gonna yeah. prop, bump into some shady characters. Yeah, that's it, man. How is the how is like the geography gonna change as you go? Like, is it gonna be like water wise and yeah foliage wise
1: changes so much it's one of the one of the craziest things you know like well we've kind of gone through the namibian desert now and now we're heading north we go we're going to be going into the congo rainforest um second biggest rainforest in the world it's massive and it's extremely humid extremely hot and then we'll be going through west africa um where the seasons are kind of changing all the time. And then obviously right at the end we go through the Sahara Desert for like two or three thousand miles, which is notoriously. So there's a lot going on, lads. (laughs) I can't lie. Every you know it changes a lot. And like what are you
0: what are you training in? Like what climate are you training in when you were training for this? Mate,
1: so I went to uh, the Canary Islands, Grand Canaria to do a lot of my training over the over the winter um and i think honestly right now i've got to be one of the most well adapted heat well heat adapted gingers in the world because i actually you know it's like 30 something degrees every day out here and i'm i know i'm a bit pink but yeah. i'm not i'm, I'm still alive okay <laughs> yeah um yeah mate i actually it's weird i i quite like the heat i actually struggle when it gets cold quite like running in the heat where'd you grow up so in the UK on the South Coast, so it was pretty cold, can't lie.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm from Canada and I'm like, I cannot do the heat. I'm so bad. Really? Training in the heat, everything. It's just, maybe I haven't done it enough, but like the humidity and the heat like kills me. Like it takes away all endurance
1: that I have. Uh, yeah. Well, mate, in fairness, I've had 40 something, 44 days to get used to it. So. Yeah, and I, and I was in South Africa before that, and then I was in Grand Canary before that. So, like, I've had probably, you know, six or nine months to get oh, used to it. I've done did, loads of running in heat. before.
0: How much did you train for this, like, total?
1: Oh, quite a lot, mate. I mean, I've been training for years, really, for this. Um, and I started running marathons about six years ago, six years ago-ish, and then, mate, ever since I've been running loads um but like specifically the training for this was kind of like when I was in Grand there I was doing like 250 kilometers a week Jesus. um quite regularly um but the endurance more built up over years like I've been doing I've been in the game for a long time so um yeah it just you know it all accumulates what
0: inspired you to get into this sort of thing
1: mate it, so you know what it kind of happened was I mean I was kind of facing problems that a lot of young men face in the world really which is just when I was younger I was probably when I was like 17 17 18 19 um I was just hadn't had um, enough time to build up any like value that I could offer to the world and the world kind of just let me know that so you know get any jobs that I wanted you know all these things that I wanted I couldn't have because I was just incompetent and incapable and you know, I tried to kind of escape that reality with alcohol and gambling and different things that weren't great. Just kind of ended up in a negative spiral of just being, you know, like really overweight, really miserable, just really struggling, and I'm not really having the tools around me or the guidance around me to figure out how I'm going to climb out of this hole. Um, and then basically, I was in, I was on a night in a night out in Brighton which is near where we're from. And um, I was at, it was like 3am in the club. And I just had this thought of like, this is, what what am I doing with my life right now? I'm wasting it. And then I ran home from the club, about 12 miles or so. Just, I was absolutely in tatters. Had had to have a break every 20 minutes, sleeping on the pavement, all the rest of it. And then after that, my mate said to me, my mate gave me a text. He'd just got into running. And he said, come and run Brighton Half Marathon with me. And I had nothing else going for me at the time. So I you're
0: thought... Like, you're like, I just did uh, it last night.
1: <laughs> I was like, mate, I hate running, but like, ah, uh, fine. Because I'm literally, I'm a British dear. I don't, like, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. And then it was kind of that process. I was training, you know, like I was having to go out regularly and, and do something that I didn't really like doing and overcoming it and overcoming this battle. Of, oh, it's raining, but I've got to go running. And, and like becoming that kind of guy that actually does things that says he's like, that I say I'm going to do and like having a difficult thing in my way and overcoming it. And it was that, uh, it was that process of, of doing that, that, that sort of gave me the tools to apply that to other areas of my life and not just be, you know, a loser. And became more disciplined, but had some self-belief, had some motivation, found the world for a few months. And then I was like, I reckon I could run home from Asia. Did that. And then we've just been doing silly things ever since. And now I'm in Africa.
0: Tell me about the London to Asia run. How long was yeah. that? How long even is that? I have no idea.
1: It was it was like schoolboy numbers to compare what I'm doing now. But it was 71 marathons in 66 days. I think about 3,000 kilometers, 2,000 miles, something like that. Um, but I was by myself. So I had a bag and I just had a... A hammock and a sleeping bag. I just run a marathon and then go and pitch up in the trees and then do the same thing again tomorrow. And yeah, you, it's huge,
0: on, that's crazy. So that's still an ultra marathon every day for two months, right? Yeah, yeah. And did you? Were you on social media then? Like, were you promoting this at all, or did you just do it by yourself? Nah, not
1: really. Like, so basically, in them times, I didn't even really know about social media that much i didn't really care like i just posted i posted about it just for my boys to see really just to be like yes <laughs> lads i'm in serbia running marathon like gonna come camp in the trees now like as jokes kind of thing and then it got a it got a little bit of traction not much at all but like a tiny bit like, i had like maybe four thousand f- followers at the end of it and then and then I, and then at the end i was like mate I had to go and get a. I had to go and get a job, because I was skinned after. So I was working in bars and stuff, and I was like, "Mate, I want to go back doing that adventure stuff. That was fun. Like, I need to figure out how I'm going to make this a career." And then, obviously, started thinking about it more, and I was like, "Look, content. The content game is the one I'm going to have to get into, because if we film these things and like post it on socials and stuff, then we can start earning money, and it'll pay for this as a, and make a career out of it." And then, honestly, it just took. From then, which was like four or a bit years ago, to now, to actually make it happen. Because I was just had a monkey brain and didn't didn't know what I was doing, basically.
0: But, I mean, it worked out. It's like, you kind of say that now it's your career, right? Yeah, I mean, we got here in the
1: end. And I think that kind of shows, like, uh, you know, if people, you've got to try and just put yourself in, move yourself towards what you want to do. And if you're persistent enough and you're willing to fail a lot and just take it on the chin, keep moving forward, then these things do like eventually start working out. Yeah. It's,
0: it's funny that you mentioned like just sending the runs to your boys as like a, like, (laughs) like like, I, I have this group chat with all, with all my, my boys and it's like, only about workouts it's like you screenshot your workout and you send it and like yeah. everyone tries to like best yeah. and i I did my first ultra marathon last year and that was like half yeah. the reason i did it it's just so i could send that one screenshot that said nine hours 60K, yeah. nine thousand feet of elevation and i think that's still the best one
1: the group i think i that's still not the Wait, one. nine hours how far did you go
0: 60k but it was like it was nine thousand feet of elevation nine thousand feet of elevation yeah, it was like yeah, a lot of Dude, it took for fucking that's
1: ever- that's a crazy amount of climbing, mate.
0: Yeah, it was it was tough, but that must like, have just
1: been like permanently uphill, then downhill, then uphill, then downhill.
0: Yeah, and it was like steep too. Like a lot of the climbs mm. were really steep and then the downhills were really steep. So you're like you never get any relief because the downhills are just yeah. as hard as uphills, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've no feeling that yeah, it's it's
0: mad. I, I I signed up for that one because I was in this same sort of negative cycle of, of not believing in myself because I wasn't showing up for myself and I couldn't trust myself because I would tell myself I wanted to do something and then I wouldn't take action. And I'd be like, Oh, you're a piece of shit. You, you know, it's amazing yeah, how, how like self-fulfilling that is. And it turns into a cycle because it's just, you know, once you don't really trust yourself, it's like, you know, you know, in the back of your mind, you'll never be able to achieve what you want. So it's like, why even try? So then, yeah, you fall victim to like these yeah. bad decisions. But when you said that, I really resonated with that because that's kind of the same cycle. You have like, then...
1: you live with that guilt. Yeah. Like you live with that guilt of not taking responsibility for the stuff, like for the basic things that you want to take responsibility for, you know, it kind of eats you alive, doesn't it? Exactly. It's not a, it's not a nice place to be.
0: Because guilt is a hard emotion to deal with so then you turn like for me it was like i was turning to alcohol and like i would just want to numb this feeling of like oh you you are a piece of shit you don't do the things that you want to do mm-hmm. so how do you deal with that well then you just turn to these bad habits which makes everything worse yeah and i feel like yeah the, man. the way i got out of that was just by everyday training for this ultra and then after that doing iron man and
1: what's next what's next what's next on the agenda Cody?
0: I think I'm going to fly in and meet you and just do the yeah.
1: rest. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, dude. Mate, I, honestly, Dude, I thought lad. that
0: for a second. I was like, fuck, even just one to two days. Like, doing a run with you? I, like mate, an come and is, do it. it
1: come and do it. We've got – we're in Angola next, and then we're going to DRC and Republic of Congo. So, mate, I reckon I'll back you for a week, a week straight of marathons. What do you reckon? You got it?
0: <laughs> no way, dude. I got to train – for one, you're doing, you're doing <laughs> like I like. I was looking at your Strava, and you're like, what you're lock. you're clocking like 60k a day, right? Uh, like, yeah, on a, yeah. I think I'd have to train right yeah. now, like, pretty hard for a couple months to do 60k in one sitting.
1: Nah, that's a nonsense, bro. You could do it right now. If I had a gun to your head and said, Cody, lad, I want 60k right now, you're getting out, you're getting it done 100%. Well,
0: Let's just do that then. Do you have a gun? Because we should do nah, that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll fly in. You can go <laughs> my head and, and then we'll do it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I see.
0: Um, no, I, I. the next thing I'm training for is like a 50, 50 miler. Because I raised money for charity and it was like a promise that for every $1,000 I'd run another mile. And I raised 50K, so oh. now I have to run 50 miles. So I'm kind of starting to train for that and figuring out like when I'm going to do it.
1: Nice, mate.
0: But I just can't nice, imagine that every day for the better part of a year.
1: Uh, uh, how is your body yeah. how is your
0: body adapted? Like what, what changes have you seen? I, I was reading tweets from this man, one girl that on. yeah? Like how much weight have you lost? Yeah.
1: Uh I don't know the numbers because we ain't got a weighing scale, but um you mate, even if you look at photos on day one and then now you can see that I'm an absolute rank of a human being in current form um i reckon i've probably lost about seven or eight kilos which isn't crazy but yeah uh, mate game is the game it actually just makes me more efficient anyway so yeah, true. it's all right but yeah, you know, like you it's what i always say to people yeah is it's really crazy how adaptable the human body is when you need it to be and like there's a difference between when you need it to adapt and when you like kind of want it to adapt you know like when you go out running a marathon every day, and you've done, like, I've put in a lot of work to do it, obviously, but like, it, it just it, it just finds a way, it just makes it happen. Like it's it's quite crazy. I was um, reading
0: tweets from this girl that's running an ultra marathon every day, for I think she did, yeah, every day she did, but she said her feet grew a whole size, like her shoes yeah. are uh, size bigger now because her feet are so like calloused and. Like, her body just adapted. That's one of the things yeah. that happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah, my feet are a bit mashed up and all that. Aren't I? Are your nails all fucked up? Yeah, mate. I've lost a couple. Um I'm looking at them right now, actually. I've got got a lot of blisters. But surface-level pain, isn't it, mate?
0: Yeah. How do you... Like, what do you think... What's your biggest, I guess... I don't know, like way to motivate yourself like every day I love your videos because they're so motivating I feel like the things you say is just no bullshit this is how it is is that what you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. every day
1: uh yeah mate I mean what's kind of the thing about this challenge is because I've said no rest days right I've kind of pinned myself into this corner where I don't really get a choice of whether I get to be motivated or not I like when I wake up there's no there's no like there's no doubt in my mind that I have to go and run. Like obviously I've got to go and run. So it doesn't, there's no games to be played. Like you know how, like, if you're not, if you haven't done that, like when I'm training, for example, and I know that a rest day is potentially on the table if I really want it to be, then in the morning I have to kind of get motivated because I need to try and choose the best option. But right now I don't have an option. So it's just like, cool, I'm going out running. But then obviously times get tough on the road and there's loads of things that I think about. But you know, I'm, you know, like you said, like, I make videos on online every day and there's a couple of people that watch them and, and I get messages, you know, all the time about people going out running. And that kind of holds me accountable because I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, it's I'm, I it's powerful to me that like someone's gonna run off seeing what I've done. Like that, that means a lot. And I wanna and that's important to me. I want to keep it being able to do that so I'm like all right I've got to be accountable to those people and then you know, I've got people that I love at home that I want to build a life with in the future and, I'm, and I and I want to do the best for them and I want to be a great dad in the future and I want to build a, a, a you know build that for my kids so it's like well you've got you've got to be accountable to them and then there's you know the 17 year old version of me that's fat drinking loads of being a loser and dreaming of a better life and it's like well you've got an opportunity to hear us. Don't let yourself down, you know? So, like, there's a lot of big things that mean that I can't quit, you
0: know? Yeah. When you set out for this, did you imagine yourself inspiring as many people as I'm sure you do? Like, I'm sure you get up along. Nah. People, like, this morning I woke up and I was like, felt like shit, but then I was like, I got to go for a run. I'm interviewing the hardest geezer. I got to principal, <laughs> you know, like, pay my dues yeah um, yeah did you ever feel like this was something that you set out to motivate people or you're like i'm just doing this challenge for myself and it's kind of an interesting side effect
1: i think it, it it's definitely like a piece of the pilot that, that was one of the aims of the project you know like um i've worked with a charity called the running charity for a long time and you know what a lot of what we're trying to do is use running as the spark to you know how we've spoken now about trying to get people out of a kind of negative spiral into a positive one and using running as that kind of spark to try and help that happen along with a load of other things. Um so I always wanted I always knew how powerful it could be if I could get some people running or get or I don't it doesn't even have to be running. Like sometimes I hate running a lot of people hate running. Just like going for the thing that they have been putting off or you know just taking that kind of leap of faith to get things started could be music could be writing a song could be writing a book could be doing what they you know painting something, whatever it is going for a job that they've wanted to do for ages. Like that's the kind of things that get me going. When I, when I hear people that have messaged me saying they're doing X, Y, Z, I'm like, yes, go on, lad, go and get it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Nice. It's powerful. Yeah, it really is. Um what's like so what's the plan i guess you know i'm sure i'm sure you will finish this but like if and when you do what's the plan after in terms of this your like media strategy you said you're filming a documentary like is that something you plan to yeah
1: yeah so yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of i'm a bit of a shoot for the stars kind of guy so for me i think we're, we're shooting a documentary. Um, I'd love that to be released on like a on a major streaming platform or like you, or national TV or something like this. So that's kind of what we're going for with that. Um, we'll see. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. That's fine. Uh, in terms of like what I want to do after, I'm not a hundred percent sure. There's a, there's a ton of different angles that I feel like we could go down. Um, I would honestly say the most important thing to me is. Um, you know, I really wanna have family and, and be a good husband and good dad. You know, I don't think there's many things in the world that are more powerful than that. And um, you know, maybe after this I'll have a bit of time to do that properly would be good would be good. Nice. Um we'll see. What about yeah. you, mate? What do you mean? You got have you got a missus of kids or anything like this?
0: I have a wife. I just got married in february
1: yeah oh no way yes i'm real man congratulations
0: thank you so much i appreciate it um yeah that was a huge i uh, like it was a you know obviously a huge life event and i also i signed up for yeah. an, an iron man two three months later like as in like the race was three months after that so my wedding and honeymoon were like right in the middle of like the peak training weeks wow <laughs> So I was, yeah. so I basically took like, you know, like three weeks off from training and then, yeah, yeah. I jumped back into it when I got back and I was like, you know, just I had gained like eight pounds from my honeymoon. And so it was interesting, like, you know, all yeah, this together. Bet. It was, it was a lot of like, it was a lot of like huge life events in the span of three months, you know? It's been a crazy year. Yeah. For sure.
1: How, um, how did you find the Ironman? Like, what was your kind of thought process going through that? Like, did you have any real severe low moments where you were like, now nah, I'm done or what? Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, I, I
0: feel like I'm kind of a I'm, a, I'm kind of like an all or nothing, all or nothing kind of guy. Like if the switch is turned on, then I have no problem. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, at least like ever since like, you know, I ever since I found training again and, and, you know, in yeah. Time, everything like but i kind of fell out of it like the two months before the race i got so sick of training like these huge weekends that i kind of yeah kind of fell out of out of love with the training portion of it i was just sick of it i was like i can't wait to get this fucking thing done with and uh i kind of wish i yeah stuck. i kind of wish i would really stuck with it for those last two months because i think my time would have been better but you know i still put it in the work and oh like the total training time was eight months uh the actual race itself was the hardest thing i've ever done for sure but um like i think it was harder than the ultra for sure it goes
1: like that the training when you train for a long period of time it's pretty i think it's pretty normal to have like i have it as well where you have like a period where you just do not fancy it at all i have days out here i'm like i do not fancy this smoke right now but all i want to do is curl up in bed and be a little like just be a little princess all day yeah like i i I think you know it's kind of i try to just let that happen a little bit when i feel like it because you can't just fight that all the time you know
0: no it's true it's like some days are just shitty that's that's the case with anything but it's it's abundantly clear when it's with something like working out because it's like you just feel like shit and it's like you have to get it done but you don't want to and I can't imagine yeah. what that would feel like when you have to run an ultra. Like, you know, how do you, how do you, like, how do you trick your mind into into finishing that? Because, I mean, you're out there for what, like six hours or something? Like, do you break it yeah, down? Like six, well,
1: yeah, I'll break it down, mate. So, like, basically, on the really tough days, so I had a really tough day the other day where, I think I was per myself. I can't remember. But... I remember it was really windy, like he- severe headwinds coming at me all day and I felt dog, and I was just like, my body was depleted, you know, just totally rough day. And what I ended up doing is just like breaking it down into like one kilometre. I've got to run 60, rather. I'm breaking it down into one kilometre Being me and like, right, this is what we're going to do, Russ. I'm going to run 800 metres and then I'm going to walk for 200 metres and that's your little sweetie. That's your little like, always ran 800 metres, give them a little break. And then, and then I'd get to that club be like, all right, cool, now it's time to run again. And then I'd go and meet the boys after 15 kilometres, sit down, have a drink, have a little 20-minute break, and then go and do it again. And it's really, energy, it's mind-numbingly, like, energy-consuming. And it's, like, almost torture. But when you're really feeling dog, that's the only way to get it done, in my experience, anyway.
0: Yeah, you can't think about the big just like when, the, what's right in front of
1: you. Yeah, because my mind's weak in that moment as well. It's not like my body's a mashup, but my mind's feeling strong. It's like I've woken up, I feel like quitting already. I haven't even started. My body also feels rubbish. So we're just goal with like we're just gonna have to make this as manageable as possible today. You know, and that's when like when you're out here for something like eight months, those days are inevitable. So you just gotta allow it every now and again, and then you know tomorrow. Like I just try and I try and catch myself before it, that day turns into a week. You know, like if that day is one day, then it's fine, and I go right. Like I just catch myself before that turns into something too long. So you know, the the tomorrow is a new day, and we're trying to attack it with with as much as positivity as possible for the next day. You know, that's basically the aim.
0: So are you? like being very careful with what you eat now, like, because it was, I think you said in your video,
1: it was like one of the sandwiches or something that like eventually, or like that first. Piece. Yeah, Mate, I think it was the sandwich. And then I think it was, I think it was some dodgy water that we got. Um. So now I'm trying to be extremely like, I've only been eating things out of a packet really for the last few days. Like sticking to basics, I've got some protein powder. I've got crackers, I've got chocolate and I've got bottled water. And it's probably not the most, most nutritionist diet, nutritional diet, but I know it ain't going to make me chump or or <laughs> leak out, be a bummer, do you know what I mean? So you, got, you, got, you just got to play it safe in these scenarios. Yeah. And then as I'm starting to get better, then I'll start adding a couple more things into the diet. How many calories do you think you're eating
0: every day? Mate,
1: so... When I went to a lab before this started, right, and they said that they thought I was going to burn about seven thousand a day, but my watch is is telling me that I'm only burning about three and a half to three thousand seven hundred. And I think because I've got really skinny and I'm doing this every day, and my heart rate's so low, my body's started to get quite efficient, and it's just not burning as much. Like my resting heart rate is thirty right now, Um, so like I'm just not burning that many calories. I'm not burning as many calories as everyone thought I would. Basically.
0: That's crazy. So you don't have to eat that much then? Like you're eating probably um, normal amounts.
1: I'm probably eating the same as an average American dad lad. <laughs> probably the same <laughs> as me right now. I think
0: my breakfast was like three calories, honestly.
1: I'm just eating the same as a lad on the bulk, mate, on bulk season. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've been on the bulk since Ironman. To be honest, you know, yeah, not a lot of working out, but just a lot mate. of a lot of bulking. A lot
1: of eating. <laughs> the dirty bulk.
0: Yeah, the dirty nice. bulk. Exactly. I, I my whole life is a dirty bulk.
1: Uh, me too, mate. But I just <laughs> run so much that I don't I don't I just still remain skinny, so it's all right.
0: That's half the reason I fucking do it is so I can eat what I want.
1: <laughs> yeah. Half that so I can, I don't half even half even like I can
0: send my boys screenshots of my workouts to impress them. <laughs> so I can eat whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah, it makes total sense to me, lad. You don't need to explain it to me, I get it hundred percent. I just, the only reason I run is because otherwise I'd be, I'd be in real bad shape, real, real bad. Yeah.
0: But it's, it <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's just like the other things are nice, nice side effects, you know? The other, yeah, yeah. The other positive impacts on your life and motivating everyone else. Yeah. Raising money for charity. Yeah. Oh, these are the things that just, yeah, little
1: side hustles. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's> side
0: <laughs> hustles, exactly. <laughs> So are you gotta fix you gotta fix the pissing blood thing, right? Like, what do you think is wrong,
1: Mm, mate? So I'm seeing a doctor tomorrow. The boys are a little bit worried. I'm not so worried. I just think it's you know you do these kind of silly things and then silly things are bound to happen to your body. It's just part of the game. Uh, They're mainly worried about there's some kind of disease, uh, some kind of condition that that everyone keeps sending us saying like, if it's this, then you might die. Um, so we're getting a doctor just to double check. What is the um, common? I can't remember what it's called. It's like rum, right? It starts with an R and it's like Rambo Dum Dum Durabum. Okay, something cool. like that. Something like um, that. Um, and apparently, with runners, quite a lot when they start pissing blood. But I think, um, I don't know, it could be like kidney stones or just kind of, some kind of infection, you know, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't just hurt like
0: that much. It's like uh it could be just like overuse like uh you know you're for your i don't know exactly oh, i feel like yeah a lot of things like you're, like you're bumping your organs are bumping around in there so maybe sometimes that just like yeah free- or something i don't know i'm not a doctor yeah but <laughs> i am trying I'm kind of, to diagnose you yeah, I landed <laughs> on, on the webmd that, real fast
1: i have yeah <laughs> i landed on the fact i have no idea what i'm talking about so i should probably get some advice from someone that does um I like to think I know everything, but unfortunately, I don't. Yeah.
0: What's the, uh uh like, the visa situation when you cross borders and stuff? Like, I know you said you spent, like, in a whole day in an embassy. Oh. What, what are they, yeah? It takes so long about that process. Oh, mate,
1: we've spent a couple days basically trying to get visas. Um, but, you know, a, a little Benjamin Franklin doesn't hurt that situation. you know what I mean? Really? Um, <laughs> nah, oh well, yeah. Um, nah, but nah, but nah. Mostly, mostly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A couple of missing pages in the passport. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, now nah, visas, visas are a bit tricky here. Um, it's just part. It's just part of the gig, mate. We gotta go to embassies all the way up. Um and then you know give them the schmooze and and hopefully they they let us into their countries and and we can continue the mission you know yeah um... yeah it's mate it's a little nightmare I won't lie like that there's a lot you know sixteen different countries you have got all of these borders to try and cross you know the last border I had to cross by myself go into the desert all night that was tasty. Oh
0: Yeah. Yeah. is it like (laughs) are they like are they like what the fuck are you guys doing like with all these sprinter vans and they probably are like right and cameras and yeah
1: well mate yeah that's well that's the other trouble is um you know we've only got one van and it's not outlandish for people to do overlanding trips it's just the running is a bit weird do you know what i mean yeah um we don't really make a big song and dance about it we just try and get on with our you know, we're just trying to cross a border. And, you know, we've only crossed one so far. It went okay. We got there in the end. Um, but I'm sure we'll have many more good and bad experiences at borders. What's,
0: what's like, the wildest thing that's happened thus far? The craziest story in the last 44 days?
1: Uh, I don't know. There's been a few. I'd say... I was, you know, there were there was about a three day period where I couldn't stomach any food. I was violently chundering every time I ate something, and all pooing up just pooing water out my bum. And um I still managed to run over a 3 day period. I ran a half marathon then then two full marathons. That was pretty gnarly. I was I was super delirious throughout that, couldn't even see like. It was wild. Um and then you know, well, we're in lion country now, so I'm thinking the next few days are gonna be a little bit chopsy. We'll see what happens there. Mate, so much has happened in forty four days, I can't even compute it in my brain.
0: Yeah. And you you have another what two hundred days?
1: Two hundred, yeah, 196. Go. Yeah.
0: Whoa, bro it's fucking super inspiring um i wish you you know the best of i mean i feel like wishing people luck is is a bad omen but i you know i can't wait to see you finish this uh any like thank you man any like um i don't know i feel like it'd be good to get like a motivational message for the listeners yeah yeah thing to keep them going what do you
1: you got anything yeah well one thing I always like to say to people is that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. I think uh, you know, there might there might be a few people listening that maybe are in a dark place right now. And I'm um, I've been there. Sounds like you've been there as well. And in those dark places, a lot of the time I've found that it feels so overwhelming and consuming that you cannot foresee a way where your life moves forward and you move into the light. Um but what is so important in those moments is to try and keep plugging away because you know life is a beautiful thing. We have one chance here. Um and if you keep moving forward you'll find the light eventually. Um, And you know stick around for it man because it's a beautiful thing. So that's kind of what I would say to the listeners.
0: Fuck yeah. Thanks dude. I really appreciate it. It was great meeting you it was great chatting and uh i'll let you know when i'm flying in i'll send you a screenshot of my yes when i book in. and we're, we'll do that uh,
1: mate on a, on a, on a real you're welcome you're you're welcome more than more anytime mate if you want to come and get some ones and twos in on road you're welcome lad.
0: i honestly might do if it you're...
1: mate you let me know we'll make it happen i will i will thanks man, Sick, man. I it. and uh, i really appreciate you having me as well man is, is, it, it really
0: does mean a lot absolutely man um, absolutely I'm glad we had this conversation and get get the pissing blood thing figured out get that healed yeah Keep going yeah 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 nice one bro alright dude thank you I appreciate it nice
1: no worries have a great rest of the day man
0: you too man enjoy see you stuff. later get some rest peace <laughs>